0: hello friends welcome back so today the story we will be reading is about autobiography of a yogi by Paramahamsa Yogananda description the book that Steve Jobs and once a read once a year for 40 years (coughs) excuse me the particular book that Steve Jobs read once a year for 40 years Autobiography of a Yogi is at once a beautifully written account of an exceptional life and a profound introduction to the ancient science of yoga and its time-honored tradition of meditation. Profoundly inspiring, it is at the same time vastingly entertaining, warmly humorous and filled with extraordinary personages. Self-realization, fellowships, editions and none others include extensive material added by author after the first edition was published including a first chapter of the closing years of his life selected as one of the 100 best spiritual books on the 20th century autobiography of a yogi has been translated into more than 30 languages and is regarded worldwide as a classic of religious literature several million copies have been sold and it continues to appear on bestseller lists after more than 60 consecutive years in print well friends so let us get into the main shot What is the book about? Autobiography of a yogi introduces the reader to the life of Paramahamsa Yogananda and his encounters with spiritual figures of both Eastern and the Western world. Paramahamsa Yogananda was born as Mukunda Lal Ghosh in Gorakhpur, India into a Bengali Hindu family. The book begins with the childhood family life to finding his guru becoming a monk and establishing his teachings of Kriya Yoga meditation. The book continues in 1920 when Yogananda accepts an invitation to speak in a religious congress in Boston, Massachusetts, USA. He then travels across America lecturing and establishing establishing his teachings in Los Angeles, California. In 1935, he returns to India for a year-long visit. When he returns to America, he continues to establish his teachings, including writing this book. Autobiography of a Yogi is an introduction to the methods of attaining God-realization and to spiritual wisdom of the East, which had only been available to a few in 1946. The other claims that writing of the book was professed long ago by 19th century Master Lahiri Mahasya, Paramaguru of Yogananda also known as Yogi Raj and Kashi Baba. Before becoming a yogi, Lahiri Mahasya's actual name was Shyamacharan Lahiri. It has been in print for 70 years and translated into over 50 languages by Self Realization Fellowship. Book Summary of Autobiography of Yogi Paramahamsa Yogananda widely credited with bringing yoga to the west. Tells the story of his remarkable lifelong spiritual journey in Autobiography of a Yogi. From a very young age, Yogananda born Mukunda Lal Ghosh was clearly more spiritually natured than most. He grew up one of eight children to his mother, a queen of hearts, and his father, strict disciplinarian who held a high position in the Bengal Nagpur Railway. His parents were disciples of Lahirimahasya the guru of Yogananda's own guru, and they enjoyed a calm and loving marriage. Aside from young Mukunda's strong spiritual earnings, he and his siblings appeared to have a typical lifestyle. When he was 11 years old, Yogananda's mother appeared appeared before him in a vision that foretold her death. He would continue to have similar premonitory visions throughout his life. Soon after his mother's death, Yogananda began feeling drawn towards the Himalayas and planned a pilgrimage. He was stopped by his older brother Ananta, but Yogananda did not stop seeking his spiritual teacher, who he finally found at the age of 17. Though he first dist- distrusted his instincts, instincts, Yogananda knew immediately who Swami Sri Yukteswar Giri was when he saw him in a binares market. He had seen him in visions and his appearance had been announced that morning by a divine womanly voice. During the first few moments of the meeting, the two promised each other unconditional love. Soon after, Yogananda gave responsibility for his life over to his Guru, though he didn't like all of his master sessions of his cold manner at times. Sri Yukteswar was firm but loving he had an intense impact on yogananda the guru disciple relationship which according to the guru disciple relationship which according to yogananda began lifetimes ago is a key aspect of book yogananda's devotion of sri yukteswar only grows stronger with time at times he stays at Yukteswar ashram delighted to hear stories of Sri Yukteswar's life. Sri Yukteswar initiates him to create yoga, something he had experienced twice before, but which he only feels the transformative power of when under his master's auspices. During his time at Sri Yukteswar's ashram, which was near the Seropam College, Yogananda attended, he sometimes struggles to perform the mundane tasks that are required. He preferred to be meditating. Sri Yukteswar teachers in the importance of serving one, one's worldly treasures, purposes, at other times the two live continents apart. Even when they are living far apart, however, Yogananda claims his master appeared before him in a vision. He also appeared in flesh and blood from beyond the grave. This type of other worldly experience pervades the book until it appears a typical fact of life for Yogananda. Yogananda received his bachelor's degree from the Serampur College in Calcutta in 1915. Though he made no attempt to say he was a good student, he grudgingly did the minimum to get by in school, as he was not interested in the speech, as he only interested in the spiritual path. In 1917, Yogananda founded a school for boys in Dhika, West Bengal, where yoga was taught along with the typical curriculum. In 1920, Yogananda went to the United States where his talks about religion and yoga were enthusiastically received, he found the Self-Realization Fellowship and lecture widely. In 1925, he established the Self-Realization Fellowship Headquarters in Los Angeles, California. He met with various eminent spiritual figures and other notable people, including Therese Newman, Sri Ananda Mayima, Mohandas Gandhi, Rabindranath Tagore, Sir C. V. Raman and Luther Burbank. Though Yogananda was Hindu, He respected and seems to have resonated with all religions. He often shared the teachings of Jesus Christ and quoted various other religious figures. His ability to transcend religion attracted numerous devotees and earned him respect among the masses. The key takeaways of autobiography of a yogi are self-realization. The knowing in body, mind and soul that we are one of the omnipresence of God. We do not have to pray that it come to us, we are not merely near it at all. But that God's omnipresence is our omnipresence, we are just a much of a part of him now as we ever will be. As we have to do is improve our knowing. Living a life of happiness Live quietly in the moment and see the beauty of all before you, the future will take care of itself. Making others happy through the kindness of speech, sincerity of right advice is a sign of true greatness. To hurt another soul by sarcastic words, looks or suggestions is despicable. Be comfortable within your presence, he often said, extravagance will buy you discomfort. Be comfortable within your pursuit, he often said extravagance will buy you discomfort look fear in the face and it will cease to trouble you forget the past for it is gone from your domain forget the future for it is beyond your reach control the present live supremely well now this is way of that is the way of wise ordinary love is selfish darkly rooted in desires and satisfactions divine love is without condition, without boundary, without change, the flux of human heart is gone, forever at the transfixing touch of pure love. Living in purpose and being purposeful The more deeply we perceive, the more striking becomes the evidence than a uniform plan links every form in mainfold nature. The more deeply we perceive, The more striking becomes the evidence that a uniform plan links every form in manifold nature. Man's consciousness state is an awareness of body and breath. His subconscious state Man's consciousness state is an awareness of body and breath. His subconsciousness state active in sleep is associated with his mental and temporary separation from body and breath. His superconscious state is a freedom from the delusion that existence depends on body and breath. God lives without breath. the soul made his image becomes consciousness of itself and the first time only during breathless state. Man's conscious state is an awareness of body and breath. His subconscious state, active in sleep, is associated with his mental and temporary separation from body and breath. His superconscious state is a freedom from delusion that existence depends on body and breath. God lives without breath. The soul made in his image becomes conscious of itself for the first time only during the breathless state. Worldly people do not like the candor while shatters their delusions. Since you are alone or responsible for your thoughts, only you can change them. Being in service. Some people try to be tall by cutting off the heads of others. The super the human mind is a spark of Almighty Consciousness of God. I could show you that whatever your powerful mind believes very intensely would instantly come to pass. The human mind is a spark of almighty consciousness of God. The deeper the self-realization of a man, the more he influences the whole universe by his subtle spiritual vibrations, and less he himself is affected by the phenomenal flux. There is a magnet in your heart that will attract true friends. The magnet is unselfishness, thinking of others first. When you learn to live for others, they will live for you. Always remember that you belong to no one and no one belongs to you. Reflect that same day you will suddenly have a leave everything in this world. So make that acquaintanceship of God. Remain calm, serene, always in command of yourself. You will then find out how easy it is to get along. The law of success, using the power of spirit to create health, prosperity and happiness. The power of thought. power of thought you demonstrate success or failure according to your habitual trend of thought in you which is the stronger success thoughts or failure thoughts if your mind is ordinarily in a negative state and occasionally positive thought is not sufficient to attract success but if you think rightly you will find your goal even though you seem to envelop it in darkness will is the dynamo Along with posture thinking, you should use willpower and continuous activity in order to successful. So, every outward manifestation is a result of will, but this power is not always used consciously. There is mechanical will as well as consciousness will. <coughs> Sorry. You can control destiny. The mind is the creator of everything, you should therefore guide it and create only good. If you cling to a certain thought with dynamic willpower, it finally assumes a tangible outward form. When you are able to employ <coughs> your will, always for constructive purposes, you become the controller of your destiny. But you should always be sure within the calm religion region of your inner self that what you want is right for you to have and accord with God's purposes. You can then use all the force of your will to accomplish your object, keeping your mind, however centered on the thought of God, the source of all power and accomplishment. Fear exhausts life energy. It's one of the greatest enemies of dynamic willpower. Fear causes the life force that ordinarily flows steadily through the nerves to be squeezed out and the nerves themselves to become as though paralyzed. The vitality of whole body is lowered. Fear doesn't help you to get away from the object of fear, it only weakens your willpower. Fear causes the brain to send an inhibiting message all body organs. It constricts the heart, checks the digestive functions and causes many other physical disturbances. When the consciousness is kept on God, you will have no fears. Every obstacle will be overcome by courage and faith. Failure should arouse determination. Every failure should act as stimulants to your willpower and your material and spiritual growth. When you have failed in any project It is helpful to analyze every factor in the situation in order to eliminate all chances in the future that you might repeat the same errors. The need for self-analysis. Another secret of progress is self-analysis. Introspection is a mirror in which to see recesses of your mind that otherwise would remain hidden from you. Diagnose your failures with sort of your good and bad tendencies. Analyze what you are, what you wish to become and what shortcomings are impeding you. The creative power of <coughs> initiative. <coughs> what is the initiative? It is the creative faculty within you, a spark of infinite creator. It may give you the power of <coughs> it may give you the power to create something no one else has created. It urges you to do things in new ways. The accomplishments of person of initiative may be as spectacular as a sh- shooting car. Apparently, creating something from nothing. It demonstrates that seemingly impossible may become possible by one's employment of great initiative power of the spirit, <coughs> inventive power of spirit. the image of God in all men. Many people excuse their own faults but judge other persons harshly. We should reverse this attitude by excusing other shortcomings and by harshly examining our own. Habit of thought controls one's life. Success is hastened or delayed by one's habits. It is not your passing inspirations or brilliant ideas so much as your everyday mental habits that control your life. Habits of thought are mental magnets that draw to you certain things. People and conditions, good habits of thought enable you to attract benefits and opportunities. Bad habits of thought attract you to materially uh, materially minded persons and to unfavorable environments. Attract to your benefits and opportunities. Habits of thought are mental magnets that draw to you to, to certain things. Power of divine will. Divine Will has no boundaries, it works through laws known and unknown, naturally and seemingly miraculous. It can change the course of destiny, wake the dead, cast mountains into the sea and create new solar systems. From the Ocean of Abundance Just as all power lies in his will, so all spiritual and material gifts flow from his boundless abundance. In order to receive his gifts, you must eradicate from your mind all thoughts of limitation and poverty. Universal mind is perfect and knows no lack. To reach that never failing supply, you must maintain a consciousness of abundance. Even when you do not know where the next dollar is coming from, you should refuse to be apprehensive. When you do your part and rely on God to do his, you will find the mysterious forces come to your aid and that constructive wishes soon materialize. This Confidence and Consciousness of Abundance are attained through Meditation. Just as all wealth in his field, so spiritual material gifts flow from his uh, Boundless Abundance The Way of Meditation By the power of concentration and meditation you can direct the inexhaustible power of your mind to accomplish what you desire and do God every door against failure. By the power of concentration and meditation you can direct the inexhaustible power of your mind. By the power of concentration and meditation you can direct the inexhaustible power of your mind to accomplish what you desire and to guard every door against failure all successful men and women devote much time to deep concentration they are able to divine deeply within their minds and to find the pearls of right solution for the problems that confront them if you learn how to withdraw your attention from all objects of distraction and to place it upon Object of concentration. You too will know how to attract it, distraction and place it on objects of concentration. You too will know how to attract at whatever you need. They are able to de- dive deeply within the mind, so to find pairs of right solution for the problems and confront them. Success is measured by happiness consider whether fulfillment of goal you have chosen will constitute success what is success if you possess health wealth but have trouble with everybody including yourself it is not a successful life existence becomes futile if you cannot find happiness when wealth is lost you have lost a little when health is lost you have lost something more consequence of more consequence but when peace of mind is lost you have lost the highest treasure Put God's, <coughs> Put God's power behind your efforts. Release for constructive purposes the power you already have and more will come. Move on your path with unflinching determination using all attributes of success. Tune yourself with the creative power of spirit. You will be in contact with infinite intelligence that is able to guide you and to solve all problems. Power from dynamic source of uh, being with flow uninterruptibly so that you will be able to perform creatively in any sphere of activity. Power from the dynamic source of you or being will source of your being will flow uninterruptedly, so that you will be able to perform creatively in your sphere of activity. The book is very very amazing friends. So I like the book very much and I would definitely read I, I now realize why Steve Jobs has taken it again and again and again. This is perfect book. And I and totally, it it is one of my best books as of now I read. So, very good. And one thing I have particularly liked about this book is, I will share you. It's about the risk taking capability and what is important, what is not. The more deeply we pursue, the more striking comes the evidence of universal plan links every form of mainfold nature. Living in a purpose and being purposeful. The more deeply we pursue, the more striking becomes the evidence that a uniform plan links every form in mainfold nature. Man's conscious state is an awareness of body and breath. His subconscious state is active in sleep. His superconscious state is a freedom from delusion that existence depends on body and breath. God lives without breath. The soul made in its image becomes consciousness of itself for the first time. For the first time only during the breathless stage. Only people Only people do not like the door which shatters the delusions. Since you alone are responsible for your thought, only you can change. The more deeply we pursue, the more striking becomes the evidence that a a uniform plan links every form of meaningful nature. is the quote I liked very much. And second one is success measured by happiness. Consider whether fulfillment of a goal you have chosen with constant success, what is success? If you possess health and wealth but you have trouble everybody, including yourself yourself is not successful life, existence becomes futile if you cannot find happiness. When wealth is lost, you have lost a little. When health is lost, you have lost something of more consequence. But the peace of mind is lost, you have lost the highest treasure. Wow, that is very brilliant and I like it very much. Hope you enjoyed this, guys. I personally like was delaying this book much longer. And this is the... Whatever the philosophy I have learned or uh, read so far, it always... It, it all got constituted in the simple lines in the book. Brilliant. It is time-taking, but it's worth to... Hope you enjoy. Bye.